Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Happy Monday and welcome to Locked On Women's Basketball. We have no time for introductions because there's too much going on. This is Gabe Ibrahim alongside Amy Audibert. Amy, a very fast hello. You have two seconds. Hey. Okay, good. We're getting into it. <laughs> WNBA free agency is going off the rails. We have had a number of massive moves happen. Um, there's been a lot of signings. There's a lot more signings to come. And and we just we, we are inundated with news on the WNBA side. And, oh, you know, just like on the side of this whole thing, there is a top five matchup in college basketball happening tonight. Uh, there has been many upsets. We're, we're, we're going crazy, but let's, let's just start. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about WNBA free agency. There's been, as I mentioned, a number of moves. Let's start at the top with some of these superstars. Um, there's been a lot of deals, but I want to start obviously with the biggest one of this offseason, possibly in WNBA history uh, of Candace Parker leaving the Los Angeles Sparks after 13 years as a franchise cornerstone to go home to play for the Chicago Sky. An absolute bomb of news. Um, Amy, what do you think? Just like first impressions, what are your thoughts of, of Candace leaving L.A. for Chicago? Well, selfishly gave my first impressions. Remember last year when I picked Chicago to win the whole yes. thing and we knew pro- very quickly that it didn't like look that it was going to happen. I'm repicking them again. Yes. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Right. I mean, listen, she we've talked about this multiple times. Like there there clearly seemed to be a bit of. Um, something right there with Candace and mm-hmm. Derek Fisher. And I'm not a, taking a side on it or we, that's a whole nother debate to be had. But so when I saw it, was I completely surprised? Absolutely not. Why wouldn't you have the opportunity to go home play with Courtney Vandersloot, Ali Quigley? Like we're talking about some yes. of the most elite players in the game. And especially uh, she doesn't look like she's getting old, but I mean, her years are her years. Right. And so I she's think, it's, uh, yeah, like I think that that's, well, I mean, we were going to talk about some other players that are well over there and they're still going. But I guess my point is, is I'm, I'm happy to see this. I think it's great for the league. And, and oh, and Diamond to Shields as well. Like there's, there's just so many things that excite me about the Chicago team. They always have it and they continue to do so. So was I surprised? Absolutely not. Do I think it's about timing and fit? Yes. And um, this has just been a, a, an incredible free agency. And, and I feel like we're just getting started here. So uh, let's keep it rolling. No, and you know, I was surprised though, because I had heard, I had heard people tell me, you know, hey, Candace is looking around. Hey, Can- Candace is looking at Chicago. Like, hey, this this might actually happen. I kept telling them like, it's not going to happen. Like, that just doesn't really happen in this league. Like, why most not? Pl- why not? It, exactly. Why not? Because we're in a different age now than we have been before. You know, I'm doing an article for uh, my my sort of blog that um, kind of goes through some of the bigger names that switched teams in WNBA history. And most of them have switched teams through trades. Um, and I think because of the new limitation on the core designation, um, which affects Candace because she's been court three times. So she couldn't be court again that allowed her to move. And now we're talking about this mega star and, and off court. I'm not sure there's a, a WNBA player that has the pool of a Candace Parker. She's been 
in our in the forefront of women's basketball for 20 years now, ever <laughs> since she was in high school. So it's like this is one of the biggest names in our game leaving to a different place, which is huge for the league, huge for the team. Now, Encore, you mentioned Diamond the Shields and Frankly, I love Candace's fit here, obviously. Yeah. I think she's 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 gonna be great. I mean, you're gonna see some amazing passes between her and, and Courtney Vandersloot. Her cutting ability is is really second to none. And frankly, you you've taken her and put her with the only point guard that is a a better passer than uh, Chelsea Gray, I would say. No offense to Chelsea Gray. Obviously, I just love Courtney Vandersloot. Um but Diamond the Shields to me is still the key to this team. Like her growth is what's going to determine if this team wins a championship. I might continue saying it until I see Diamonds and Shields be the superstar that I think we can see in her. And they need to be healthy. If those two things happen, yes, I think they have a great chance of getting to the finals. If Diamond is either hurt or doesn't kind of take a next step, then you know I, I'm still like not crazy about it because yes, Candace Parker is an amazing player. I just everyone else also got better as we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. Like I said, I was I was having these conversations with myself just over a year ago, and I'm having them again. Plus, Candace Parker, I guess that's my yes. point. Like she's added to a very talented roster. So uh, this is just this week's just got me completely excited for the W season. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, speak, speaking of other stars leaving LA, Chelsea Gray left the Sparks to go to the Las Vegas Aces. Um, we're not going to get into all of the Sparks stuff today because there's just too much. There's too much to get into all of this in our in our show. But um, they did hold on to Neka Gumke, if you're wondering. But Chelsea Gray leaves the Los Angeles Sparks to go to the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, that's a super team right now in Las Vegas with Liz Cambage, Asia Wilson, last year's MVP. Kelsey Plum's coming back from injury. Uh, Kayla McBride's no longer there. Kayla McBride moved on to Minnesota. We'll talk about that in a second. But Gray, with those two bigs, as a big, how excited are you for these for Campaign Wilson? Oh my gosh! Yeah, like Chelsea Grace. I I always uh, she's probably one of my favorite one on one players in the league. Right? Yes. Like she's just so we've seen her like just win games. How many? T- it's just a normal thing, right? Put the ball in her mm-hmm. hands at the end of the game. So I'm really excited to see her, especially with Cam Beige. We know how I feel about her. So getting her back in it going is great. I would say with Vegas. So the one thing that they I, I really hope they're able to acquire is just a knockdown shooter. Like someone to just yeah. get goals in games and, and just consistently hit shots. We've seen that from Kayla McBride at times, right? Being like a great, mm-hmm. consistent shooter. And so I think if they can get that type of specialty player in that lineup, uh, they, they're going to, again, be very, very dangerous. And we know like like Coach Bill, he like lets them go, right? He yeah. he, he kind of reminds me of my high school coach. I always he had a mm-hmm. line, if you suck, you sit. Do what you want. But if you suck, yeah. you're sitting. And it kind of like it has that mentality, right? Like he's going to hold yes. accountable. They're not playing well. Like he's not going to cater them, but so I see a player like Chelsea Gray uh, put the ball in my hands and surround me with some absolute weapons and let us go to work. And that's Mm -hmm. what is going to happen again. So I'm really, uh, I'm looking forward to watching Vegas go this year. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, not to be a Debbie Downer, I'm I'm just always looking at the both sides of this. Like obviously adding Chelsea Gray and adding a Candace Parker, like you do it, you do it every time you can, as fast as you can, you get the, you get them to sign the paper as fast as possible. Um, But I do think it's going to take a little bit of time here for the aces to get used to each other. I I think there is going to be that we have a, we have a problem that there's only one ball in basketball um, (laughs) and it is going to take some time for Wilson, McCautry, Campage, Plum, Hamby, 
young, all those that, that top seven, which is extremely strong to get used to playing with one another. Uh, as good as Chelsea Gray is, she does need the ball a lot, and all those players need the ball a lot. So there's going to be some weighting and balancing some sacrifices. I imagine all of them are going to sacrifice, but I don't care how good you are at basketball. That takes time and we'll see how practice schedules work out um, and, and, you know, how much they can get in. I will add one thing to your point, though, uh, with the exception of, of Kayla McBride, you're returning a lot of these players. Obviously, yes. Plum's been out of year, Cambage out of year. But the one thing about Vegas is they've gotten close. Feels like yeah. every year since their existence, they've gotten close. So if sacrificing touches is going to propel you. Yes. To a ring, I, I do believe I believe the culture is very much about winning games at Vegas. And, and so that's part of the understanding. And I don't think they're going to lie to you, right? Like they've probably mm-hmm. already had conversations, what your touches probably might look oh, like. Yeah. And so um, I, I, that's not a, a, an organization I think you go to um, unclear of expectations. Yeah. And, and this is a team that, like I said, because they've gotten close and just haven't been able to, to get the ring on, right? Um, and, and, and so – I think we're going to see a lot of distribution with the ball. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's get again, instead of Chicago State and Vegas, let's get going. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm excited to see and God willing, this happens a, a, a Chelsea Gray to Liz Campage alley-oop. Um, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be a dunk. I don't care about the dunk. I just want to see those because it, it is going to be there because you, you know, Chelsea has that passing ability in the pick and roll. She's one of the best pick and roll players we have in this league. I'm extremely excited to see that. Um, it, it just, uh, to me, I do think it's going to take a little bit of time because it's basketball. This isn't, yeah. I, that's what I love about this game. Ever, it's it's a game of civics. It's the line from my, my favorite book about basketball, Boontown. It's like, this game is a game of civics. Everyone needs to figure out when to be selfish and when to be selfless. And that's a really hard balancing act. So I think it'll take a little bit of time. By the time we get to the playoffs, I think both them, and Chicago are going to be up up there in that top tier, um, along with some other teams that we'll talk about in the next segment uh, in Minnesota and Washington, D.C. I did want to run down, though, quickly some of these other superstar signings. Neka Gumake, as I mentioned, going back to the Sparks after being cored. Sue Bird shockingly returns to the Seattle Storm on a multi-year deal. Uh, Diana Taurasi, again, shockingly, goes back to the Phoenix Mercury. Um, those three of the biggest names in this game. Very excited to see uh, all three of them stay in their spots. I love when when, they, when there's that sort of continuity as much as I love change. And DT and Sue, it's the multi. Yes. It's the multi that excites me. There is intention. Yes. <laughs> right? Don't you just kind well, of see. another season? I know, but it, it, it intrigues because there's intention. For multi. It opens the door to more seasons of Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi which is something that if you're a basketball fan, you should be excited about because they are, they are our game for the most part. So um, we'll get into some more signings after uh, this quick word. And we'll also get into college stuff at the end. And you know what? I'm going to tell you guys now we're going long on this podcast, baby. So we'll see you guys in the next segment. This episode is brought to you by 1010. Now, you may have read about this in the New York Times, In Style Magazine, or Forbes, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana. 10 designer design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring. They are now exclusively 
at BlueNile.com. That's at BlueNile.com. And when they're gone, they're gone. We all know that diamond engagement rings are iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people. And with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're ready to mark a special commitment or looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, good for you guys for getting rings on Valentine's Day. You're definitely going to want to check this out again. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings is now available exclusively at bluenile.com. Welcome back to Locked On Women's Basketball. We're going to remind you that we are not the only show on this here podcast network. And this week, you're going to need all four of the episodes because there's too much going on. You have Eric Ayala coming up on Tuesday and Thursday. Then Howard Magdell bringing up the caboose on Friday. I promise you, you will get something out of all of those if you are a fan of women's basketball. Because again, it's popping off right now. Um, I'm not sure if young people still say that. I'm old. Um, I do have a TikTok, though. Uh, and, oh, we also want to remind you about uh, Locked On Today. Get more out of your sports news in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. P- Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysts of analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you will be hearing some WNBA news on there, hopefully tomorrow. Um, but Locked On Today is, is actually a great source if you want to start your day off with some sports news. Um, but we we have a lot more news to talk about here on Locked On Women's Basketball about the WNBA. Uh, let's start with the two teams I mentioned. Minnesota and Washington made really big moves. Uh, I want to start with Washington because I live here and I've covered this team for a while. Um, they bring in Alicia Clark. They lose Ariel Powers to Minnesota, but bring in an Alicia Clark with her championship experience, with her defensive prowess. She was close to being defensive player of the year last year. She was a 50, an over 50% three-point shooter last year on the team that absolutely loves to take threes. She's a perfect fit, not only on the court because of that defensive ability and her shooting, but off the court in terms of the culture fit that this organization wants. I mean, you saw what she did last year. She said she was in a press conference just now saying that she's found her voice in, in the social justice realm, and now you're pairing her with a Natasha Cloud. I mean, for... For me, I'm very excited that I get to cover this team, hopefully in person. Um, For the league, I'm very excited that the Washington Mystics seem to be coming back together after a year that was marred by, you know, opt-outs and and COVID probably hit them the hardest. Um, And that we're going to get to see this team really defend its title. And then third, I'm just excited for us. Like, this is a great thing to have an Alicia Clark being with Natasha Cloud on a daily basis for the community here in D.C. and the community at large. So uh, this to me is an absolute home run signing that I did not expect at all. And, and kudos to Washington for pulling it off. Um, But I'm just so, so, so excited about the fit in DC for so many different reasons. What do you think about Clark with the mystics? Yeah. I mean, listen, any team I think would welcome her with completely open arms, but I mean, yeah, the ability to stretch the floor, she can shoot, like you said, but really it's the defensive side because um, they are negotiating Natasha's contract right now. Right. Like that's kind of their priority. I believe, I don't know. I read that on Twitter, but um, yeah. So they're they're, there. DC still has a lot more work to do. Just like, yeah. 
So that uh, Mike Tebow just said he expects Natasha Cloud, Latoya Sanders, and Tina Charles to all have their contracts done by the end of the week. Amazing okay. news for DC. Yes. So this is my point. They lock in Natasha Cloud. You're looking at two defenders in Alicia Clark and Natasha Cloud that coaches will game plan away from like from not putting them in screen and rolls because they mm-hmm. can because they can guard multiple decisions or positions, excuse me. So you got to think those two on the court at the same time, you go left, one of them's there, you yeah. go right, one of them's there. Like defensively, you've really got to, um, when you're scouting to play them, like schematically, what does that look like? Which is yes. fun for Washington, not for anybody else. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, like, yes, if you add Tina Charles in there, right? Like you talk about that inside out game, this is just another huge threat. And of course we can talk about off court stuff too. That's just as important being in Washington right now, mm-hmm. someone who has a desire and a passion to push for those conversations and that type of change. And uh, I'm really, uh, if I, for you, my friend, yes. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think Alicia Clark, she's just a player that I think you, you, I don't know if you root against, do you ever root? Does anybody ever root no. against Alicia Clark out there? Like, please I, let us I, know. She, she's every, <laughs> like, she's everyone's favorite player. Like, yeah. like everyone on WNBA Twitter, that is everyone's like favorite player from another team because she is just yeah. such an amazing leader and she does bring all those things. And I think that the, the, the perimeter defense with cloud yeah. Ariel Atkins and now Alicia Clark, like, I don't know how you're going to penetrate. I don't know how you're going to post up because these are, to me, Natasha Cloud and Alicia Clark and Ariel Atkins are among the best diggers in the league. Like they get down and and hit you on those post-ups and they create so many, they swipe the ball so well there and don't foul. And their help defense in the pick and roll is phenomenal. And now we're talking about that rotation going with all three of them. And yeah. it's like, I'm, it's going to be really, really hard to score against a team who should be scoring a lot because of how good they are. Like this team still has a land on. They still haven't like yeah. the offense is still going to be really yeah. freaking good. And now you've added potentially the best perimeter defenders. They, they probably have the best perimeter defense in the league. Although I don't know, like Connecticut has a good claim to that too. They're, they're, we'll have to get into that when we get closer to the season, but <laughs> it's a perfect fit. Yeah. Um, and speaking of perfect fits, I wanted to flip it over to Minnesota. I know we're going fast, but I'm telling you, like there's, there's just too much for us to talk about. Um, so we're going to go a little bit fast, but I want to flip it over to Minnesota because I think they got uh, three really great fits for what Cheryl Reeve wants to do. Last year, they Minnesota went after Skylar Diggins-Smith. They went after Dewana Bonner. They couldn't get those players. This year, they come into the, the offseason with a ton of cap space, and they're able to snag Caleb McBride, Ariel Powers, and uh, Natalie Achanwa to to come in and, and bolster their lineup. Um, for me, obviously, Kayla McBride's the headliner here, and she's kind of, oh, my God. Like, think about her running all of the pin downs, all of the down screens, all of the flare screens, all those little, those little plays that Cheryl Reeve has run for Maya Moore and, and more recently to, to make Lexi Brown, Bridget Carlton, um, and, and a lot of those players look better and, and develop players like that and Rachel Bantam to go to Kayla McBride, who's an elite level scorer off those types of plays. I think she's going to have the best offensive year of her career. I think the same thing could be said about Ariel Powers. I think Natalia Chama is going to be a great backup. And considering how we've seen um, Sylvia Fowles, 
her injury history. I think this is just a perfect fit for, for what they're trying to do in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, so first of all, you said it right at the top, right? Cheryl Reeve. Uh, I think you get to a point in your career, you just want to win, right? (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like go and you look at all these players, all three of them that you mentioned, they've been around, right? Not, Not crazy, but they've been around. And, you know, the one thing about Minnesota, like last year, if we're thinking recently, is I don't know if the expectation, like they did, they had a pretty good season, right? Like, I think they, I think that with the injuries that they had, um, you would have counted them out, but you saw Bridget Carlton step up, right? Odyssey was when she got in there. Yeah. had a fantastic, let's not forget about her. Like, she's one of the, in my opinion, like with ceilings and just being, she's going to, continue to be one of the biggest names to Fisa Collier, right? In the mm-hmm. in the league. And so yeah, like these are all compliment. These are complementary players. Uh and you, I think there's a certain level of confidence when you go play for Cheryl Reeve, right? That you're going to be put in situations that are yes. going to be good for you and therefore the entire team. And all three of those players can be put in those situations, you know? I think uh, I think it's just such a it's just fun again. <laughs> it's gonna be fun yeah. when when Minnesota runs out on the first time because, like you said, you look at the court, you look at the roster, potentially what it could look like, and you know if you take this option away, we have this option now. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we're gonna pin you down, roll, cut, screen, pop, um, and it looks like just you're looking at capable and proven players in all positions. And we'll see if they're done. Uh, I mean, you know, they may not they may not be done here making moves. You have to imagine like they have they have players that like uh, Kiki, um, Matt, uh, sorry, Makia Herbert Harrigan, who I have never said her full name correctly because I only call her Kiki. Um, she's not going to get a lot of time here. So, I mean, I, I'm just theorizing that there could be a trade on the horizon. I think there, there's still some machinations here to kind of make this roster fully make more sense, but you look at their, you know, top eight players and you're, you're talking about um, a team that can really make noise in the playoffs after reaching the semifinals, right? Like this Cheryl Reeve is a coach that gets, as you mentioned, gets the most out of their players. So mm-hmm. all of these players are going to be put in great spots, just like you said, but they're also going to be expected to grow. And that's what I'm excited about. I think, right. Like if we seen the Fisa Collier take that next step into being, okay, she's like a, she's like a, a star player. If she's like, okay, now I'm a superstar. I'm an elite player. I'm a top five player in this league. And Sylvia Files is healthy. Again, we're talking about championship level teams. Um, with 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 Minnesota, I'm a little bit more arm's length with them, right? Like with DC, Vegas, and Chicago, those three are my are my top three title contenders as we stand right now. Minnesota could be right in that group, though. Do you think that's a little crazy? Like yes. I, I think, right? Listen, like you know, for me, I'm not gonna. I don't like to sit here and, and do this. I mean, it stresses me out doing this in like May. So yeah. you can imagine on February 1st, I'm not trying to it's make predictions. Um, my go to Chicago, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, but um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I think that um, Minnesota's always going to be knocking on the door. I mean, you, and even like with, you know, Natalie Achana, let's just talk for a second because this is a player that, you know, Indiana just hasn't been good lately. Mm-hmm. Like they just haven't, they're trying to dig out of that. We've seen what they've done. Their roster is, looks like it's having a huge turnaround. Yeah. Um, but you know, and she's been in and out of injuries and everything as well. So just having that reset, it's not like a, I need a, to rechange the way I am or who I am or anything. It's just a reset, new team, new system, new coach and new players around. So even a player like that is such a, it's such a huge thing for Natalie Chanwa at this point in her career. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, I think I think Minnesota is always going to be knocking on the door because of who they're led by their head yeah. coach and you know but um you you look on paper the talent um and the players at least right now as you said a lot can change certainly agree that they're they're, they're going to be in the mix yeah well and I, i'm also excited to see like you know what's seattle going to look like because they lost alicia clark we haven't heard anything about natasha howard yet so that's making me a little bit nervous for them um so we and and obviously la losing Chelsea Gray, they replaced Chelsea Gray with Erica Wheeler, who's, a, I think, a great player. She does not Chelsea Gray. They also retain Brittany Sykes. Those are nice moves, but I would say they're going to take a step back um, just to whip it around the league a little bit. Like Connecticut re-signed Jasmine Thomas. Great signing. I think Jasmine is just one of those players, like an Alicia Clark, great leader, great defender, someone who's going to give you a consistent effort every single game. However, Alyssa Thomas is out with an Achilles injury, presumably for the entire year. Um, Connecticut also re-signed Brianna Jones, who's going to be huge because she stepped in last year, was able to play center. We'll see how she fits next to um, John Quill Jones. I think that could work out for them. But again, that may be a team that takes a step back if they if they can't. You know, they, they made it to the semifinals without John Quill Jones. A little bit different this season with the landscape of the league. I'm going to run off a, a, a few more of these signings and then you can talk about whichever one you want to. Indiana uh, re-sign, uh, brought in John Tal Lavender on a three-year protected deal worth uh, $175,000 each year. That's a lot of money to pay for John Tell, not because she's not a very skilled player, just because of her injuries and her age. And considering where this team is going, I'm not sure how much that makes sense. Then you have Dallas uh, re-signing Alicia Gray. You have Atlanta uh, snagging Cheyenne Parker from Chicago, who had to leave after Candace Parker came in. Um, I think that's all the things we know of right now. Um, obviously, there'll be more coming out. But which one? Any, any of those you want to comment on? Oh, you already know. I, I am I so excited for <laughs> Cheyenne. Parker. So, so first of all, um, like just in terms of the big, we talk about. It, I love the big. I love Cheyenne Parker. Number one, like she's just an incredible. Like her build and like her physique is just you. It's a basketball player, but then she's also like she gets under the bigs, right? She's got, mm-hmm. she's got attitude, and I, I love it, and I think. You know, if they get Gory Johnson back, you could not pay me to cut through that paint. <sighs> yeah, that's gonna be um, tough. <laughs> and you're just like you're gonna. You will have a bruise if you try. Well, and if you point. get through, it's yeah. like you get through and like, oh, there's Elizabeth Williams. Like if they yeah. decide to just go really big, like this is gonna be oh a massive problem, right? But then, I, but also like you know, Kennedy Car. Like I just yeah. think that with a couple of these acquisitions, like you're also just getting this different type of like blue collar with like attitude, a little bit of flash, some confidence, you know what I mean? Like, so that's the one that I'm just, I saw that this morning, obviously like we've seen the rumors um, creeping up to it, but then officially this morning when I saw it, I was like very, very excited. And uh, I think just, I think Nikki Collin like loves players like this, like yes. just want like a ball or just go out and work. And I think they actually had more of that in the bubble last year. They just didn't win ball. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and then with Kennedy going out, it killed them. But I think like we just saw a bit more spunk and um, they're going to have the opportunity to really thrive and make some, make some moves here. Yeah. It's that of these signings. I think that's the one I'm most ambivalent on possible because I just haven't watched enough tape, but I, I like the fit conceptually. It's just like, okay, like we, with Atlanta, we've seen them have all this talent and it hasn't worked out. 
I expect it will, though. I mean, I, I'm with you. I think they'll be better, um, especially with some health. But I, it's just like the thing to me that I'm like, I'm just slightly ambivalent on. But we'll have plenty of time to talk about the Atlanta Dream. We'll have plenty of time to talk about all these teams from now until an undetermined time when the WNBA season will start because we still don't know that information yet. Uh, for now. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back to talk about college basketball because, again, massive news over there. Um, and we will be right back in just a second. When the WNBA season starts, guess what, everybody? You will have the opportunity to bet on all of these teams over at Bet Online AG. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive 50, a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Remember, that code locked on to get your 50% welcome bonus. I can vouch for bet online. I use it all the time. I have lost a lot of money on there, but I'm actually like come out even. So like there's a chance for you. If I'm, if my, I'm, I'm not good at this. So if you're good at this, you have a chance to make money bet online, your online sportsbook experts, go make some bets when the season starts folks. And we also want to tell you about our, some of our best friends, right, Amy? from Built Bar. Uh, they yeah. have made the best tasting protein bar in uh, the world. It is even more delicious with their new, uh, six new flavors and they're healthy. Uh, they, they're great for losing or maintaining weight while indulging in a delicious snack. The bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet. Most of them have uh, a ton of protein, uh, 19 grams of protein in the peanut butter one with only 180 calories and five grams of sugar. Like that is a great ratio. Amy, what built bar product did you have this week and, and give us like a, a quick synopsis of what, a, of what it tasted like. I've just been doing a lot of their immunity or their All immune right. um, boosts. I'm saving the, um, I'm saving the bars because I called G league game, NBA G oh, yeah. games and uh, that's coming soon and it's a crazy schedule. So those mm-hmm. are kind of my on the goes. Um, so I haven't, I'm saving them, but uh, yeah, the immunity boosts are just so good. You just dump them in your water. They taste great and uh, just an extra boost of vitamins, which nowadays I don't think anybody should be saying no to. <laughs> I totally <laughs> Let's agree. Let's not get sick. <laughs> Let's not get sick. It'll make you feel better. Also, you haven't been outside in like 10 months, not just because of the snow now, because of many other things. So make sure you get your vitamins because they'll make you feel better. Built Bar, uh, the best tasting protein bar ever. Last quick segment here on Lockdown Women's Basketball. You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown WBB. You can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Ibrahim. You can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy Audibert. And I'm talking real fast because we don't have that much time to talk about a lot of college basketball stuff. Uh, the new rankings are out and there has been movement. So Louisville is number one. South Carolina is number two. Connecticut is number three. North Carolina State is number four. UCLA is number five. North Carolina State suffered a uh, overtime loss to Virginia Tech. Um who was unranked and Connecticut lost to my favorite team in the country, Arkansas, uh, in a great game. Arkansas is a ranked team. They're down at 16. Um, I'm a little mad that our, that Connecticut didn't fall and North Carolina state did. Like, I just think that's kind of wrong because I think if you lose, you should drop, you know, we were talking last week about winning games and the opposite of winning games is losing games. So if you lose games, you should drop a little bit more. Um, but this is, I, you know, I, I don't want to get super wrapped up in the rankings. It just made me kind of mad. However, my girl, Chelsea Dundry, I've told you all about her for a while now. She put up 37 against UConn. Yes, this UConn team is not that great defensively. 
it didn't matter what they did to her. She was getting buckets. So shouts to Chelsea Dungy, National Player of the Week, Coach of the Week is uh, Coach Neighbors. So I'm very happy for Arkansas. Little peeve that Connecticut did not fall more. And also, I just want to say, if you guys are on WNBA Twitter, Paige, Paige Beckers would not be a top five point guard in the WNBA right now. Amy, what do you... <laughs> Uh, what do you, oh my what do you have? You're what do you have on any of that? Wait, here, here's my little quick fire. I'm not, I'm not upset that UConn did drop because okay. they lost to a very good Arkansas team by three, but which, okay. Yes, they should drop, but then they obliterate DePaul hundred to 67 yesterday. And DePaul was actually mm-hmm. ranked higher than Arkansas. So it almost balances it out because we've talked about it before. We're not going to get into it again. We don't have time. And it's just a, such a repetitive conversation that we just keep having about how this season's just different. Mm-hmm. But um, because there's so many of these factors, that's the same for me, like NC state, they, they beat Virginia tech by two. And then less than a week later, they lose. They got outscored by 11 in overtime. Right. And mm-hmm. against Virginia tech. So then like, I understand why they dropped because they're number two in the country. Yes. Right. Um, Louisville stayed number one. They beat Miami unranked by three points. And then they, they get by North Carolina by 11, also unranked. So, again, I it's I know that I understand your frustrations in the vote. I understand it. But I also am empathetic to the people that cast these votes because, I my am. God, like what? How, how are you factoring in here? Like how many things can you possibly like you, you, there's so much intangibles to the season. So there is my thing on that. Again, it just to me puts so much weight in this game tonight. The Louisville NC State game. I'm uh, to me, this one goes either way. Like I could not confidently tell you that Louisville is going to beat them because they're number one in the country. Yep. Like that's just the way it is right now. Now, as far as Miss Becker's. She's incredible. Like, let's <laughs> not is. let's not say like this, but I am very apprehensive and almost borderline, like totally against these like player comparisons, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. I, I, I'm going to take it on the men's side a little bit. Really started to get to me, and I know there's always there's player comparisons like every year, but it really started to get to me when they started saying Zion's an ex LeBron. Yeah. Do you not understand who LeBron James is? And to tell a kid that you are the next LeBron, like, I mean, we're not talking about two years of great basketball. We're talking about 17, 18 years of being arguably the best in the world. You're going to tell a kid that you're the next LeBron James. And so when we, when we were starting to say about Paige and I, and I understand, like we can talk about the stats and how she's Mm. already, you know, doing more than Stewie did. Or I saw the comparison of, well, she's a mixture of Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird. Stop it. Stop it. Like, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like, yes, we're talking about years and years and years of basketball. And is she, I mean, can we, can we be excited? Yes. But when we talk about, you know, walking into the league and, and I'm not, I want to be respectful about that because certainly a great opinions and these people like they're, you know, they have great credible minds, great and, and things to back it up. But I'm not going to sit here and, and say, yeah, she's top five right now. Point guard in the league, because yeah. my gosh, the point guards in the WNBA are literally, they're like the best in the world. Yes. You know, and, and I think it means something. And I also think when you say stuff about people, if you have like, especially if you have a personal relationship and I'm not specifically talking to the page Becker's comment, but you're kind of setting them up to start a couple steps behind at the next level because oh. you do go in with like, 
oh, I'm going to pound her tonight because they're saying she's the best. You know what I mean? Like Sabrina, Sabrina didn't deal with that because she was injured, but she yeah. was injured for basically almost the entire season. So, but you know what I mean? Like there's also this, like, I think when you're making comments like that, you need to realize that you could actually be hurting players more than you're helping them when they're so young and their sample size is so small compared to 17, 18 year old veterans who have been doing it this long. Like you're not helping them. You know, you can, you can boost their confidence behind the door. You do not need to boost their confidence on social media. Um, yeah. That's just my opinion. Like I, if you don't yeah. know what we're talking about, we're talking about a tweet from Alex Bilelli, who's a WNBA, uh, not WNBA, a basketball skills coach who works with tons of NBA players, WNBA players. He's engaged in the Feast Collier. He does have some connections to the UConn program. Um, and I'm not, I, you know, I think everyone should be entitled to their opinion. It was obviously a good conversation starter and, and people got mad about it, which makes it probably a good tweet because that's like kind of the point of Twitter. But um, yeah, I think it's a little... If you were telling me, like, when she gets into the league, she'll be a top five point guard, like, I'd still be mad about it, but I understand. Obviously, she's 18. Like, she's not physically, she's not going to be at the level of any of these players. Mentally, she saw so much to learn about the game. I love the skill set. I love the tenacity. I love the way she plays, and she's going to be really well coached for her entire career. However, just relax. It's just we all have to. I like it. I like having the conversation. But there, everyone just got to, it's. It gets too worked up. Um, and then also like he was trying to explain how Skylar Diggins Smith is in the point guard. I'm like, that. There's no way that could be true. I'm sorry. There's no <laughs> way that could happen. You're never gonna keep everyone happy, right? That everyone jumped on him, but I was kind of just sitting there like, I mean, I don't like. I'm get, I'm understanding both sides, yeah. but it's just like let the let like let this young woman just go out there and do her thing, <laughs> and you know, hopefully she's not on Twitter all the time. Like I don't know, right? Because you just want her yeah. to be focused on the present, not comparing herself to Diana Tarazi and Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart, like. You know what I mean? Come on. Like, <laughs> no, and the thing is, too, is like Sabrina went through this last year. Is like she came in and there's just like a ton of backlash here. And it's like, why? Like, she's just a great player who loves basketball, who yeah. works her ass off. Like, I get the, that it, it, it goes both ways. Like, Paige gets a ton of the attention in college basketball right now when a player like, in my opinion, Dana Evans is better than her. Why? Dana Evans is a senior. She's been playing this game for longer. She's a bigger, she's stronger. She's seen way more, right? Same thing happens with Sabrina. It's like Sabrina got a ton of the, the press last year. Chelsea Gray is better than her. Why? Chelsea Gray has been in this league for like a decade. Like, come on. You know, so it's like, I think we just all, we get so excited about the next thing. And this is true of just like life generally. Um, we get so excited about the next thing that we just want to compare it to whatever has come. It's like, you don't need to. We can say Paige Beckers is a great player. We think she's going to be a great WNBA player. She's going to end up being a, a great point guard in this league while also recognizing that she has a long way to go. And I think if you told Gino or Amulet that what happened on Twitter, because I'm sure he's not on Twitter. If you told Gino what happened on Twitter, he'd be like, no, like there's no way she'd be that because he knows how long she has to grow. Um, okay, Amy. We're, we have to go because we've, yeah, yeah. we've been here sure. forever. Um, sure. Guys, we really appreciate your time. We'll be talking about WNBA free agency and college basketball. Make sure you tune into that uh, NC State Louisville game tonight. Uh, make sure you keep it locked on Twitter to all of the WNBA news. Feel free to hit me up if you if you have any questions. I'll try to answer them, although like I'm b- below water on all of my projects. So uh, with that, we will leave you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.